All right, welcome to another episode of Pound of Cure Podcast. <laughs> uh, you didn't know I was going to do that. I did not know that. <laughs> Pound of Cure, the podcast for you. <laughs> <laughs> and me. Yeah. <laughs> the public health podcast, where an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. That's good. Actually, you could say that. We did. Yeah. I did. Wow. I did say that. As a... You heard it here. All right. All right. Here we are. So, what are we talking about today on this brand new day? Talking about vitamins and supplements. And are they necessary or are they a scam? A scam? What's a scam? <laughs> uh... A scam would be something that you're paying for because you think you're getting certain things out of it, but you're actually not. I guess. I don't know. Yeah. You didn't know I was going to do that. I didn't know that. <laughs> I feel like most people probably know what a scam is. Where does the word scam come from? Uh, I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> uh, maybe spam was the original scam. <laughs> Although I guess you are getting what you pay for it's just it's not as cheap as you think it would be nah, I don't I don't really think about it that much it tastes like hot dogs <laughs> it like hot dogs. <laughs> I guess it would be four dollars for a can yeah that's right I think so something like that it's a scam it's not really that cheap yeah. alright let's, let's... <laughs> this episode believe it or not is not about spam although it could be, I guess. Um, it's about vitamins and health supplements. And the question that I have been asked in real life, which I'm asking today, is are they a scam? Is it worth spending money on them? Is it doing any good? Is it doing any bad? Is it doing anything at all for anyone? And shouldn't you just be able to eat healthy diet and get everything that you need from your food mm-hmm yeah because as humans were evolving there were no you know vitamin supplements everything that they that they got was through what they ingested right I'm assuming so here we are today um, spending 1.5 billion dollars on supplements a year in this country it's quite a big change so um i mean logically the way i think about it is that they they make sense right you know like there are diseases caused by uh vitamin or mineral deficiencies and you can take a supplement and you will cure those diseases as we you know classic example is scurvy you know Back in the day, hundreds of years ago, there were people living on chips and they were just eating, I don't know what they were eating, but they, I know that we're not eating um, citrus fruits and getting vitamin C. And so they developed scurvy. I don't really know what happens to you when you have scurvy, but it doesn't sound good. And so people were sort of like, why are we getting this disease? And so the one of the first or the first randomized control trial was done and um, somebody that ran the experiment gave 
people on one ship, um, some sort of food to add to their diets. People on another ship got lemons, I think. And then uh, maybe there was a control <laughs> that had no change. Who knows? And the people that got the lemons did not develop scurvy because they had vitamin C. They didn't know that vitamin C was curing the disease, but they didn't have to because lemons did the job. So yeah, I get you know, general nutrient deficiencies I think are a huge public health problem that a lot of people don't recognize because it's not something that you know, it's a long term it's for a lot of long term diseases that have, you know, a long progression period and so, you know, you have a deficiency in something, it doesn't necessarily make you feel worse on a day to day basis, but it increases your risk for all kinds of things. And I, mm-hmm. I think more and more we're going to see that, you know, nutrient deficiencies are a big contributor of, of chronic disease. Um, and I, you I mean, know, I think they are, yeah. you're just saying we don't, we don't necessarily recognize. I don't think we yeah. recognize all of the, yeah. all of the different deficiencies and their relationships to all the different diseases. I think, you know, everyone has their sort of niche field I, I guess I'm speaking in terms of like the medical field or the research field where you know they think that they're whatever they're studying you know has these like wide-ranging consequences but you know I think a lot of basic nutrient deficiencies especially like vitamin D vitamin K and magnesium are the ones that I hear the most about that you know seem to be really related to heart disease cancer mm. you know the big chronic diseases that are killing the most people yeah well okay so they're not all the diseases are not as clear cut as something like scurvy right right so rickets rickets right that's vitamin d deficiency mm-hmm. yeah so those are those are pretty obvious things right and if you have one of these diseases you can go to cvs and in theory you can buy vitamin d or vitamin c tablets and take it and you'd be cured right right so isn't that an argument for supplements are good well, I mean, I guess the question would be, why can't you just eat an orange or, mm-hmm. you know, get some sunlight? And, that is a good question. You know, I think, I mean, one of the things that I've been seeing more and more about recently is that, you know, just because that everybody's ability to absorb nutrients from their food, including vitamins and minerals, is is different and that every, we can have all kinds of underlying issues that prevent us from absorbing adequate nutrients from our food. So, so you're saying it's not a simple issue? It's not a simple issue, correct. Yeah. And I think, you know, any digestive issues or metabolic issues can cause people to still have, to be not absorbing the nutrients from their food. So I can be deficient in a vitamin and then eat a food with that vitamin in it and then still be deficient. Right. Not absorb, not absorb it properly. That doesn't sound very promising. It's, it is kind of discouraging in terms of looking at diet as the only way to deal with things. But I think, you know, the supplement industry goes well beyond just vitamins and minerals. Right. Um, but Generally, you know, in terms of vitamin and mineral deficiencies, I think that there's something that there's no guarantee 
but you know most people are probably not absorbing the amounts of the nutrients that they think they are right but i mean at least that's not based on the fact that like they don't know what's in the in the, the product that they're buying right well i think that you know in the past a lot of the because it's an unregulated industry a lot there are some horror stories of of you know adulterated and contaminated supplements that caused people to die and to have all kinds of negative health outcomes i was watching there was like a 60 minutes not too long ago about um i mean they were they're really you know i think the people really focus on these few really negative instances where people I mean, not that it's not important where people died or, um, and, you know, so you had this one company that was manufacturing your normal vitamins and minerals, you know, vitamin C, vitamin B or different B vitamins, things that, you know, no people would normally take. And their manufacturing plant was also, um, producing supplements with sex hormones and there was contamination. So you could get testosterone or estrogen or progesterone in your vitamin C capsule and get some vitamin T. Yeah. I mean, you know, that it could cause all kinds of crazy consequences for people that, yeah, that does not sound good. So, or smart. you know, and again, and then there were like the, um, like diet supplements that were essentially these like plant-based stimulants that, you know, were advertised for weight loss, which you know, a lot of were dangerous for people with cardiovascular issues and blood pressure issues. Um, so, you know, just like food in a lot of ways, it's not regulated in the same way as drugs. Or well, that's why the FDA stepped in and said they're going to re- regulate them very heavily like drugs, right? Well, no, they haven't. They, <laughs> they haven't, haven't done that. Um, and I think that's sort of controversial in itself, but, um, I think as consumers, we can take some responsibility for, for what we buy and what, you know, just like if you go to McDonald's or something, you know, you may, or may or may not know like where the ingredients are coming from, as opposed to going to somewhere like Nomad, where Never heard of it. you have information about the ingredients in your in your food, where the ingredients are coming from. So I think the same applies to to uh, supplements. So you're saying that you could go to CVS, buy a multivitamin that has a breakdown of all these um, things that are supposedly in it, and then in reality, that's not necessarily what's in it. It could be sawdust. That's what I, that, in the worst case scenario, it could be sawdust or other things that are not listed. So you're saying sawdust has all these vitamins in it? <laughs> is that what you're trying to tell me? I'm saying, yeah, that sawdust is, is, um, you know, a good source of fiber and that. Yeah. Insoluble fiber. So what you're describing kind of sounds like a scam. Well, I think that there are there are scams going on and I think that there's a lot of health products are 
are scams in terms of they're asking you to pay for something that you're not actually getting. Mm. But I think that applying that generally is not necessarily true. Just because some things are scams doesn't mean that they're all scams. I, I know. <laughs> I'm just I'm just being whatever. Devil's advocate. Devil's advocate. Um Well, do you think that supplements are necessary? I mean, can we get everything we need from food today? Um I think that some supplements especially depends on people's diets, but I think some um vitamins and minerals are harder to get from food than others. And I think that Do you have an example? people aren't eating them. Um, sure. Well, I mean, you know, I think a common example, um, at least in the West, is um, like omega-3 supplements mm-hmm. um, and fish oil. Um, they're, they're generally fish oil or algal oils. Um, but I think, you know, that's something that, you know, we generally don't, I guess they're not as difficult to get, but we don't generally consume a diet that's as high in omega-3s as we should be. Um, and we consume diet that's much higher in omega-6s and omega-9s in there. If you don't have a balanced ratio um, between those, you're, it's not good for you. Mm. So I think, you know, um, a, a, a better example of me might be um, like vitamin K2 which is K1 is in a lot of vegetables, but K2 is um, the highest amounts are found in animal products and um, it's fermented soy stuff called natto. And I think it's, you know, popular food in Japan and some other Asian countries, but it's not something that we consume. I'm sure there are better examples too, but... Um, well, we're not nutritionists. Yeah, zinc. I have heard, you know, zinc is something that's... Mm. you know, found in really high amounts in like shellfish, but, um, or vitamin A, you know, things from like organ meats, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I think that's not a commonly consumed Mm -hmm. food where theoretically you could, you know, if you ate liver three or four times a week. And I think, you know, our, our iodine, it's like sea vegetables are not a commonly consumed thing in the West. You know, iodine used to be added to salt, and I think that was actually... I think it still is. Well, it, right, it's, it still is. I think sea salt is becoming more popular. Uh-huh. But, yeah, iodized salt, you know, that was... There was a reason that. Sure. That was a, yeah, you know, definitely nutritional a, intervention. Um, yeah. Folic acid. In grains, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, these are big interventions that had some important health effects, and... Yeah, I mean, not everything is is so easy, but those are public health interventions that may have done a lot of good. Um, But so let's assume that everything that let's assume that advertising is correct, right? And you go for a bottle of, of some supplement and you get what you think you're getting. Everything that it says is in there is, is really in there, right? Do we have enough evidence to show that this is 
doing good, that this is a product that should exist that we should be buying? Well, yeah, I think that is the question. And then another, another reason that a lot of people are distrustful of the supplement industry and think that it's a scam is because, you know, there's a lack of evidence of the efficacy of a lot of supplemental vitamins and minerals. And I think a lot of that comes from, and some even showing, you know, like multivitamins are a common one where if you look at studies that showed benefits and studies that showed risks, you know, it's sort of like all over the place. Um, and, you know, I think that the model used as sort of the standard for studies is randomized controlled trials. And I think people expect them to perform in a similar way as pharmaceutical drugs, but in order for that to work, you need to have patients starting without, with zero amount of whatever levels you're trying to test, and then, you know, do a randomized controlled trial, and then then look at your outcomes and nutrition, and um, nutrition in general is very difficult to study. I think it's probably one of the hardest areas to study, and there's not very good evidence for a lot of things right and nutrition um and also because everyone's just so different biochemically right. everyone's needs are different everyone's everyone's nutritional needs are different yeah and you and can have all kinds of things going on with your biology that cause you to need higher amounts of some nutrients and lower amounts of other nutrients and sure um you know levels of stress can affect how you absorb it, you know, your microbiome can affect it and also like, all kinds of underlying diseases. And um, and I'm sure that when they run these studies that people are eating food throughout. So, I mean, there's right. no way to really control for what's actually going on. Right, so, you know, generally you're, you have people that are technically starting out with high levels and some people they're starting out with low levels and they're confounding the effects of of looking at whether that the supplements are making a difference or not. And so yeah. I think most studies find that they don't, they're not doing anything or they're not absorbable or all kinds of conclusions that are probably poor, poor study designs. And then I think they also are looking at dietary recommendations um, and recommended daily amounts, which mm. I don't, I guess it's the USDA that sets those. But a lot of that stuff is, is calculated by looking at population averages and then just inferring from that, you know, certain number of standard deviations above that average and, and just setting those amounts very arbitrarily, you know, based on, on calculations as opposed to actual observations of right. real people. And at the same time, research keeps exposing, you know, um, physiological uses for vitamins mm -hmm. in so many different areas of the body and so many different functions right that we don't even truly understand the extent to which they're they're needed and also the extent of 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 harm that deficiencies are, are doing right. as you said in the beginning like it's not obvious when you have a deficiency. The only way you would know is if you like went for a blood test. But also at the same time, the the recommended amount is sort of arbitrary. So you don't even really know how much you are supposed to have 
And it's also probably different for every person. And is the recommended amount, is that just like a minimum? You right. Know, or could you do better with more than that? Or right. know, could you get away with a little less? Or than can you more? overdose? Yeah. You know, like, I mean, I think that's one of the safety concerns with supplements is that like you could overdose on things that you would not have been able to do with food just <laughs> from the right. limitations of what you can get down and actually absorb nutrients from. So sure, there's a risk of that. And I think there's a an attitude in the West that if a little is good, more is better. Yeah, but I mean, you give people autonomy to like smoke cigarettes and like, right. you can give people a bottle of vitamins. It doesn't mean it's the industry's fault if someone, you know, takes 40 vitamin C pills when it says on the package that you're recommended to take one. Right. Yeah, it's a, this is a pretty complicated issue. I think there's also, you know, there's also a big bias um, against supplements and vitamins and, and I guess whatever seen as like alternative therapies by, um, you know, the for-profit medical industries in this country. I think they're, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure that there is, but I feel like especially vitamins are... I guess when people hear the word vitamin, they think of different things. Like, mm-hmm. I think some people think of like a consumable thing that they buy, but I actually think of like a molecule that has a function in your body, like an, an essential function. So it's like, I don't lump vitamins in with alternative medicine because, you know, they're vital physiological yeah. th- elements, right? But um, I do see what you're saying. I think that there's probably like a stigma or, or just like a... You know, it's not, it's not bio, I mean, it's not, it's not pharmaceutical. Right. Well, yeah, I think that industry in general has, you know, sees it as competition in a lot of ways. At, Do I see food as competition? Well, I mean, I think maybe they should. I don't know if they do or not, but, you know, I think in general it's, you know, people want, you know, and doctors also, I think, are, you know, are very... They, you know, there's this whole idea that, you know, when you go to see the doctor, you know, they're, that you want them to give you some type of drug and they want to, you know, give you some type of drug Mm -hmm. and, you know, that is seen as being more effective than saying, you know, like you should be eating more spinach or something like that. True. Yeah. I, I just had this image of like, there's a doctor's office and then next door they open up a Whole Foods and the doctors are all pissed off. It's like, ah, damn it. I mean, one thing also is, you know, like, doctors don't have very much, I think it's not that commonly understood, but doctors have little to no nutritional training. Mm. You can see it when you eat with them, but, you know, I think if you ask (laughs) them about, about it, you know, a lot of, a lot of physicians have taken one nutrition class in med school and that's about their only exposure, but I think it's, it's not actually seen as being like part of practicing medicine so i mean but they they must have an understanding of like especially like a metabolic disease like diabetes or something yeah, that, that so. plays like a huge it's a huge risk factor right like a poor diet but i guess you're saying that they don't know what a good diet it looks like yeah i don't think they're like up, always up on i think they understand the mechanisms but i don't think they're mm-hmm. necessarily familiar with the current research and yeah. aren't that interested in 
nutritional interventions. And they're reactive. They're trained to be reactive. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, you know, diabetes is a great example. I think, you know, type two diabetes, especially it's, you know, the way to treat that is, you know, currently is developing drugs that reduce the risk of heart disease for people Mm. on, you know, that have diabetes. And, you know, I think for a lot of people, there are nutritional and lifestyle behavioral changes that can have similar effects. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, I don't know if that necessarily... Prevented altogether. Yeah, taking supplements. I mean, prevention is obviously the best way. And so... I mean, yeah, it comes down to that in public health so often. I mean, nutrition is really a preventive measure in a lot of cases. I mean, it's not technically, but you can look at it as a preventive measure for a lot of diseases. Whereas, like going to a doctor seeking that sort of health care is is just totally reactive and there's always going to be a place for doctors and doctors do great stuff but like they don't need all the business that they're getting right and you know they're not the business isn't looking for how healthy how people can improve their health it's looking for screening for serious diseases and treating those you know looking for things that are going wrong and fixing what's going wrong as opposed to how people that are somewhat healthy can become more healthy. Mm-hmm. Well, um, what is your uh, ounce of prevention in the world of... So the question is, are vitamins a scam? I would say they are... Some of them are a scam, so I, I think my ounce of prevention would be to research different brands and different formulations if you are going to take them um and look at i would look at you know what the common nutrient deficiencies are and start with that and also you know look for a lot of there are some certifications that companies can have that are like federal government related i can't remember what they are offhand but also just um, you know, different companies have their their products validated by different tests and um, certifying groups. So, just like food, you know, you, you know know what you're buying, and uh, be careful of multivitamins where there's like a whole where there are combinations of things that you don't necessarily want or need because it may not be as benign as you think. Mm. Too much of certain things can be bad, also. Yeah. Sure. How about you? Uh, I guess mine's kind of similar. Be an informed consumer. I, I, I don't like how supplements have sort of become this, like, status thing. It's like uh, you would think that the people that need it are people that can't necessarily afford to have a balanced diet. Sure. But they've become sort of this like thing where wealthy people spend a lot of money on all these supplements and like think that they're super healthy or whatever. And can be very expensive. They can be very expensive. very expensive, right? And maybe they are super healthy, but that's not really the issue. I think um, that it's probably a waste of money in that. People can 
just also be more intentional about like why they're buying this stuff and and you know like is it because you want to prevent chronic illness down the road okay well you know like why do you think why will this work you know and where's the evidence that shows that you know buying this thing is going to have an effect on these diseases that you're worried about probably legitimately and like you know just be informed and don't give in to these trends I, I think that it, it's not it's not going to really help anyone it's just going to it's just going to um keep this like sh- the shitty end of the industry going and not really work to improve uh the the supplement industry in a way that would be helpful yeah worst it's still feeding into this idea that you just take a pill for everything and it- and maybe the placebo is important here, but I don't, I don't think it needs to be. Yeah, and it's not, being healthy is not usually just a combination of pills. Right. Or simple it's solutions true. that require no effort or money, or no, that require money but not effort. It's, it's the same as, right. you know, the attitude that you just take, there's a drug for this or there's a drug for that for whatever's wrong. Right. Health comes from... Uh, making good choices and being educated so it's no different for for supplements right and it's much easier to look things up these days yeah you got a googler in your pocket use it that's that's really my answer prevention yeah google everything google everything just get that tattooed on your forearm (laughs) google everything alright that's it Out of cure podcast at gmail.com.